Podcast and New Adventures. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. And we're here, of course, to talk all about the CW Superman and Lois, which is rapidly closing in on the start of season two. And so we've got some marketing stuff to get into, some trailers and stuff like that, synopsis, all that good stuff. And we'll give our little preview wish list for season two. Not a ton, though, really. They've kept it pretty quiet, and maybe that'll change in the coming days if they do more interviews or anything like that. But we still don't know a ton about season two. But one thing yeah. we do know is the trailer, which has been really Yeah, so this uh, the trailer is interesting. I, I don't know if it's one of those things where CW is making it darker than it actually is going to be. But they, they seem to not really do that all that much for this show. But it sure seems like there's not a whole lot of happiness to be found in the second season from what we've seen in this trailer. Everybody's mad at everybody. Superman is having issues with his powers and there's just a whole lot of uh, conflict and negativity. Yeah. I thought I found it, this trailer unintentionally hilarious, not in the quality yeah. or anything. It's just my last memory of Superman and Lois is that barbecue. The end of season one, right. everybody's happy. Everybody's kind of figured out their place in the world. Uh, they're, they're getting along. Everybody's, Oh man, you're so great. I love you. You're awesome. All that. And then you see this trailer first look after months and it's like, everything is terrible. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm exaggerating a bit, but that is that the season one trailers were kind of like that too. I mean, they were pretty serious, dramatic, not a lot of uh, levity or anything yeah. mixed in there. So, I think part of that is just wanting to say, "Hey, here's some. There's conflict. We've got a we got a lot of stuff going on." And so, I don't know if the episodes are going to be exactly like that. I would guess not, but it it is kind of funny uh, how they they do that. Yeah, and it we'll we'll get into it later but it seems like this is it's 3 months since the end of the last season so that that's a lot of time for people to get sick of each other and to have some conflicts grow. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um but no, I don't think this was a particularly great trailer. I don't think it was terrible. I think it kind of did its job. Mm-hmm. It's um and this kind of goes with complaints in general I've seen. There's not been a ton of marketing for the show for season 2, but the main marketing for season 2 of a show is season 1 of a show. And they do a lot of marketing before season one to get people interested and get people going on. But they're not going to release a trailer for season two trying to attract new people, really. They're trying to keep everyone from season one. And so in that sense, I think this trailer does probably does a good job. It seems like people who like season one really like this trailer and are ready to see more. It focuses on the, the family drama, all that kind of stuff, mix in some Superman stuff going on. So I think if you like season one, you probably like this trailer. If you don't like season one, then you know I don't know that they could release a trailer to convince you anyway. Yeah, that, that's a really good point. And, and to maybe shift a little away from com- being completely negative about this trailer, I do, the part that stood out to me that I do like is seeing, um, the new person in charge at the DEO. I, I already forgot his name, but because Mitch. General Sam Lane, yeah, Mitch has, uh, has stepped down. Uh, that is something I'm really looking forward to because I didn't really like, and it didn't really work for me of having Sam Lane try to like, be on the side of Superman, but then also against him. And it it was just his storyline was a little messy last season because you didn't really know which direction he was going, especially like some of the extended scenes completely changed the tone of his character. So uh, I'm glad that they're kind of pulling him out and maybe splitting those two roles and having all the conflict, for lack of a better phrase, going to someone we don't care about. So <laughs> I, I'm glad to see that. Yeah. And if I, if I sounded negative on the trailer, that wasn't my intention. I just meant it looks like a continuation of mm-hmm. of season one i think it so uh that's what i meant by that um oh yeah, yeah i, I, I was that. definitely being negative about it so <laughs> <laughs> well I, I agree with you there the conflict with the deo is probably 
among the most, maybe probably the most interesting thing that, that jumped out to me. Um, what's going on there? That's dealing with, it seems like it's going to deal with Superman's struggle to support America versus being a citizen of the world, which is something yeah. um, that's in the news somewhat regularly, you know, with Superman changing his motto, dating back to, even dating back to Action Comics 900, where Superman renounced his American citizenship to, it didn't really change anything. He was just saying, I'm, I'm a, a person of Earth. So uh, I think they could get into that. And I think there's some really interesting there and, and interesting conflict they can pull from that. And I wonder, since we don't have a lot of casting or anything in terms of a villain, a big bat or anything like that, I wonder if it the the DOD is going to be the, the big bad for the season, or at least part of it. Um, maybe they're dealing, cooking up some things if Superman doesn't work with them. Maybe he, Mitch Anderson comes up with some ways to defeat Superman. And obviously, there's Set Project 7734 from last year, but maybe mm-hmm. they're also coming up with new ways to, to come at. Yeah, I, I really like that idea of may, maybe it's not even necessarily that they're the big bad, but it's more like they're the, it could be the, the central source of conflict through the whole season where mm-hmm. they're trying to ask Superman to go after maybe some of these lower level villains that aren't like world ending threats, but their tactics and their methods for doing it, he disagrees with. And then, yeah, them trying to come up with ways to to stop him and have like a stockpile of kryptonite or whatever that that could be a really good way to drive this this second season through to the end yeah absolutely and that's a natural extension of what was in season one so right uh, we also see superman's powers seem to be messed up don't know if that's leftover effects from everything he went through at the end of season one being mm-hmm. possessed by zod sort of and all the ex kryptonite around all that stuff or if that's something new uh i don't know yeah there was the the sickness that they had for a mm-hmm. bit that that messed with their power, so maybe there's lingering effects from that too. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it's not really clear. It's not really clear what's going on with him and what's what's going on. And the other yeah. big thing is Lois seems it seems like Lois is having complicated thoughts about Natalie appearing and is upset about that. At least that's what the trailer wants us to think. She says she is not upset about that, but that's what the trailer is strongly implying. Yeah. And that's, I think that's something that I'm split on and kind of conflicted about is how much of the story I want to devote to that when we've only had one season with the family we know, and a lot of times they weren't really together. And so adding in more elements to the family that kind of split it apart when we haven't gotten a lot of time with the core family together. I don't know how I feel about that, but I'm sure we'll have a lot more to talk about uh, with that in particular. Yeah, I think it's a really complicated switch situation however they handle it mm-hmm. um just yeah it's, it's complicated i mean no matter how you look at it so i don't know how they're going to handle that and, and everything but we will yeah. see very soon it was and it's kind of surprising because i thought i thought the john henry irons natalie storyline was going to be like they were going off on their own and they would pop in maybe every three or four episodes you would get something about them but this seems like they're going to be a core kind of like around all the time part of the story. So that's it's not exactly the direction I thought they were going to go, but uh, I'm interested to see what they do with it. Yeah, well, we know Taylor Buck, who plays Natalie, was promoted to a series regular. So yeah, doesn't mean every episode, but it seems like she's going to be in the majority of it. But yeah, that's it for the trailer. I, I would assume they'll release some more new footage before the season mm-hmm. starts, but I, I don't think we'll be breaking that down. We also got the season two poster. Any thoughts on that? It is uh, the, the, the white the background. First, yeah. That that was the very first thing that jumped out to me is the different color palette because superhero shows are normally just so dark colors that it's really weird to see something with a predominantly bright background. Although the it's just plain white and the parts that actually have 
has color is dark and looks pretty terrible. There's <laughs> lightning striking a broken water tower and helicopters like coming in for attack and there's a building on fire in the background. So that is dark in its content and color, but it is interesting and it, it definitely stands out. And if you put a whole bunch of superhero posters next to each other, I think this one would stand out pretty starkly. Yeah, I think it's a pretty cool looking poster. I was I was pleased with it. The background, as you say, it does look terrible. Small town, big secrets. So it sounds like there's going to be some more chaos directly in Smallville. You got the water tower busted. You got the helicopters. You got everything going on there. And then there's the Kent family at the center of it. I, do you think it means something that Jordan's arm and coat can reach outside of the V there, <laughs> but but everybody else is contained? Or is that just an artistic styling choice? My, my first impression was that it was just an artistic styling choice, but maybe that, that is foreshadowing something about him, maybe stepping out side the family more than the other three and mm. uh i don't know causing conflict or kind of drifting apart from them i don't know Ooh, i like that that's yeah. that's an interesting take we will we should review that at the end of the season and see if we were right at all but yeah. no it, it looks cool i think it looks good i don't have much to say about this mm -hmm. else besides that we also have the season two promo videos for for lack of a better term there's been more than a handful but most of the main cast so far have gotten one and they're around, most of them are around a minute long, and they show largely a recap of season one, which is kind of nice for people who, who maybe haven't seen that since it first aired mm -hmm. and forgotten what's what the situation was. And then you've got the actor talking about, it seems like they were all asked about their favorite episode or something like that. And then a brief, some brief footage for season two. So anything kind of in general that you, you want to go over with these? Uh, there There's just... A few like interesting little tidbits that we got from the new footage um some of it is some of it i didn't even write down because it was just it's nice to know that some of these things are happening but there's other some really interesting thing that the one that really jumped out first in the family of heroes there's something that they say about natalie natalie is talking about how she's been there for three months and still doesn't feel like she belongs so that's what i was talking about earlier where we know it's been at least it's been three months since the events of the last the the finale of season one and that seems like that's a big source of conflict. Yeah. So for the most part, outside of football and the Harvest Festival, we haven't known exactly when the show is taking place. And it sounds like it ended in the summer or mm -hmm. early, late spring. Uh, and this being three months later, it would be the start of football season because we get from another video that football is returning. And Jonathan, at least, is going to be playing football again. It looks like we saw uh, the trailer. It looked like Clark was in the his football coaching hat. Yeah. So I don't know if he's back to coaching or what, but yeah, it looks like we're getting some more stuff in the fall. And, and I wonder if we'll get, you know, Natalie's first immediate reaction to being there and then it'll fast forward the three months or if they'll, we'll just pick up three months later. Yeah. I don't know. I, if I had to guess, it would be like a three month, a three month jump after we see her reaction. That would be, I think how I'd do it. But it, there's a lot in these different things of just small glimpses of things were going well and now they maybe aren't and then people complaining to other people about people lois talks to clark about natalie not talking to her natalie is talking to john henry irons about not fitting in and then lana is complaining to clark about kyle even in the i think the video they show them like together in a new clip doing really well together and then all of a sudden they're not so <laughs> that's yeah I, that's one of the more like parts i'm a little worried about is Lana maybe crossing a line and saying things to Clark that she shouldn't and then that causing conflict between Clark and Lois? Yeah, hopefully not. I think they yeah. 
they did pretty well in their limited time together. Like these guys are friends, and then seeing them actually talk a little bit more would be nice to see. I'd, I'd like to see that a little bit more of that Lana Clark friendship. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we'll see how how that is. I don't I don't I don't know how to judge that yet. One other thing I noticed: Christy wants to eventually hire another reporter at the Gazette. Mm-hmm. I don't know anybody in Smallville with nearly twenty years of journalism experience who would be able to help a, a small place like that. Do you? Uh, I don't know. There's, there are some farmers who seem to have a lot of free time on their hand because it, for whatever reason, it, it doesn't hardly takes them any time to plant their, their crops at all. So yeah, it would be great if Clark could get hired, even like maybe as a part-time reporter or something, uh, to work at the Gazette. But I doubt that that's the way they're going to go. I, if I had to guess, they would just bring in some new character we don't know about yet. Why would you say that to me? <laughs> I was getting excited there. Uh, you set but yeah, the expectations th- low, and then you go above that's, that. And that's then, good. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, no, I think these are cool. These are cool little promo videos. I like seeing the actors talk about their characters and their their favorite stuff. So um, these are cool. You can check them out. They'll probably continue to release more. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll have them in the show notes if you want. I will. I will say one thing about them. I was like, these are. <laughs> this is going to sound bad, but these are cooler than the extras. If you bought the physical copy and got like of the first <laughs> season and got the behind the scenes stuff for that, I, I thought these were cooler than that. So hopefully, as a note, if anybody is listening with the power for season two, do more stuff like this on the extras if for uh, for buying the physical version. Well, yeah, you got to think there's some they talk more about their characters than just what's in these little videos. Right. So there should be a longer form version to do that, even just releasing the raw interview. Uh, I think that would be cool for a season two Blu-ray, but uh, we'll see on that. Speaking of season two and ordering it, uh, it's actually available for digital pre-order. You can go to Vudu or uh, iTunes and probably some other places too, but iTunes has a synopsis of season two um, and buckle and it's a little lengthy, but it says season two opens with the dust still settling in Smallville following the shocking outcome of the confrontation between Morgan Edge and Superman. With Smallville on the national map for the first time in the town's history, Lois Lane faces fresh challenges in her latest journalistic endeavors. Their sons also find themselves dealing with change. Accepting he may never have powers, Jonathan forges a new path with a surprising mentor, mentor, while Jordan and Sarah Cushing deal with what the events of last year mean for their relationship. Her family is also in need of a fresh start as Kyle Cushing attempts to repair the damage to several relationships from recent events, while Lana weighs a difficult decision that could impact all of Smallville. Against all of this, General Lane finds his future in doubt for the first time in a long time, while the stranger remains at large and closer than ever to the Kent family. Wow, uh, a lot to unwrap there. Mm-hmm. My first thought was a lot there's of... no mention of Clark Kent. No. Yep. <laughs> uh, Smallville's on the national map. Do you think there are going to be visitors, tourists coming to Smallville? Hey, Superman was here. That was cool. <laughs> I got my Smallville crow's hat right. to celebrate. Um, I think maybe what would be interesting is to see um, like the Daily Planet or some other big newspaper come and try to cover stories in Smallville, but maybe do it in not a great way. And then the Smallville Gazette has to maybe run some counter stories against that and fight against the the bigger media conglomerate that is uh, pushing some news that isn't necessarily the whole truth or something like that. Hmm. Yeah. There are some interesting ideas there. Yeah. I think you, I think you could. I'm wondering, yeah, that's an interesting thought. Um, yeah. Not, this gives brief things. And I think this is mostly where the season starts based on the description of the first episode. Interesting mm-hmm. that the strangers at large, he did, yeah. I mean, he did attempt murder at least multiple times. I don't know if he killed anyone on this earth, but I suppose he did attempt it at least a couple times. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it sounds like that's where we're, we're picking things up. Yeah. Any other I, thoughts on this? 
it, it makes me wonder if maybe that will be a source of tension with the DoD as they want to take down the stranger. But now that Clark knows who he is and that he is not a bad person, uh, that maybe that could be something that they're they're fighting against and they have to end up fighting against the DoD to keep them from taking down the stranger. That's an interesting. Yeah, I think that's a good point, too. I think there's a lot of that could come a lot of conflict that could come at the DoD with General Lane not being there anymore. Right. So, uh, yeah, those are some interesting thoughts. All right. Well, I guess that's it for official stuff. We're going to do a little season two preview. It's almost here, so we won't get too in depth. But I guess in general, season two, is there anything you really want them to continue to see from season one or anything you're really interested in seeing more of or a wish list for what you want to see or, or hoping to see? Yeah, I think I, I'm surprised that this is one of the top things I want to see. Uh, but I really like Sam Lane as a grandpa and maybe mentoring his grandsons. And so I, I really want to see more of that. And I'm very glad that they're kind of have him in retirement, quasi retirement, whatever you want to call it. So I want to see that. Um, and I also want to see more variety in the villains. I think that's something I, I mentioned quite a few times when we were wrapping up season one is that it was nice to have a one big bad through the whole thing, but we got some glimpses of some smaller villains with different powers and stuff. And I really liked it when we saw that. Uh, so I, I hope maybe we can get a little bit more of that. Yeah, I'd like to see that too. Some variety in terms of powers and and maybe shorter term ones, even if they've got a they're working with a bigger bad. Maybe we can have somebody show up for an episode or two. I think that would be cool. Just some variety. I I hope they do a. This sounds usually I'm not into the looks or appearance or anything like that, but on a surface level, mm-hmm. it would be nice to see just a cool looking Superman villain. They, yeah. <laughs> as silly as that sounds, Superman does have like a lot a wide variety of weird, awesome looking costumed villains or aliens from other worlds or all kinds of things. But in in general, in live action over the character's history, he tends to fight middle aged white dudes. Right. So it would be nice to see something. Uh, a little more variety. I don't know. You know, we we talk about aliens like Mongol and Brainiac or something like that. But even uh, some more Earthbound characters with cool costumes or cooler looks. I mean, how cool would it be just to see the Atomic Skull show up for an episode or two? A dude with a skull that's yes. flaming to fight <laughs> Superman. Uh, something like that. Anything. I'd like to see something that's just really cool that really tests the makeup and and costume department. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And that plays right into me wanting to have a, a bigger variety of villains, uh, ones that stand out because of the way they look or the way that they fight and have prevent or present different challenges to Clark. I, I also want to see the whole family working together on something, or at least Clark and Lois working together on something uh, more than maybe we got to see in the first season. Uh, so I, I hope somehow that works out, if it's reporting, if it's going on a road trip together, if it's figuring out something uh, fighting against a villain all together. It, w- it would be great to see the four of them together working on the same thing. Yeah, there's a lot of really cool, some of my favorite moments from season one are some of the fa- smaller, quieter family stuff, whether they're painting or preparing for the Harvest Festival. I think seeing more of them together would be, I, I think those are fun and heartwarming scenes, so I'd like to see more of that as well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm kind of, those sound cool to me. I'm kind of on the same page. I, I will continue to say how much... Uh, yeah, I'd like to see Clark reporting and working with Lois and uh, just more in general comic book stories and, and characters from the show as kind of I, I always repeat that. But again, something I'm hoping for more of in season two. Uh, and I like the flashbacks and some of the flashback characters. So I hope we see more of that. Yeah. Um, and I'm really excited for Lucy Lane to show up, Lois's sister. 
coming in, even if it's just for an episode or two to cause some chaos, I think that could be fun and have a nice family, you know, see what the sisters are like together, see what the Lane family dynamics like. And yeah, just more of the family stuff for a family show. I don't know if we can get into more of on Clark's side uh, mm -hmm. and also more on Lois's side. I'm sure their mom is going to come up at some point in this season, I hope. So more of that stuff I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I, I can't believe I completely forgot that Lucy Lane was coming to this show as well. There's just so many. Uh, there's a lot of people coming and uh, being on this show. Yeah. Speaking of which, do you have any concerns like or, or things you're you're curious about how they're going to handle or or any of that? Yeah, I'll breeze through this quickly because I think I've I've brought them most of them up as we're going through the other stuff. But basically, I'm I'm a little concerned with how they're going to handle Natalie and just in general the the family drama and the splitting apart of that four family members of uh, the boys in Lois and Clark and splitting that up and causing drama and fights between them, whether that's Natalie or Lucy or whatever other family members coming in, which is, I mean, it's realistic. It happens in real life, but it's just that we haven't, it at least feels like to me that we haven't got to spend a whole lot of time with the family being a strong unit together. And I'd like to see more of that. And then the, the one other thing that I mentioned before was maybe Lana taking things too far when talking to Clark about Kyle. I hope that that doesn't cause drama or not. But like you said, they, they are best friends from high school, so it shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. For me, in terms of concerns, I think the, the one thing that jumps out, I'm just curious how they're going to handle it. This is a huge cast list to juggle. And so yeah. a lot of characters, and some of them are only tertiary, tertiarily related to Superman and Lois. So I wonder how they're going to, not that they need to tie everyone's story together, but how do you keep the story going um, and still have it heavily related to Superman and Lois? So there were 10 series regulars in season one. We haven't heard for sure. It looks like at least nine of them are coming back, maybe all 10. And they're adding Natalie and Chrissy, and that's not even getting into the recurring characters who showed up a lot, uh, the football guys, all the all those different things. So it's just a lot huge to juggle and that makes it i think that helps give it the small town feel that they seem to be going for um mm. but it, just narratively i wonder how you're going to juggle that without it, it getting a little messy yeah that's that's definitely something i'm a little concerned about as well with you but yeah we're we're very close uh i'm very much looking forward to so much in in season two and yeah hopeful it's a it's a great season yeah and i don't i don't know if we mentioned it or not but just as a reminder it is a week from yesterday so tuesday january 11th at 8 p.m eastern on the cw is when you can watch it or you can watch it uh the next day on their their app or you know you can next day on the app streaming mm -hmm. this is all us of course you can you can purchase pre-order the season pass on voodoo itunes any of those things so yeah get ready or you can wait a somewhat long time for it to go on hbo max which yeah. i'm sure some of you listening right now did so i hope you enjoyed it was worth the wait for you all right, that is all we have for today. Thanks for listening. We'll be back soon.